0: You ever, thought, you ever think they animals be breaking their tearing and their ACLs and shit like we be doing? Oh, hell yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, No, look. I guarantee. Like, <laughs> duh, nigga. I'm gonna tell you why I know that shit gotta be a fact. Because motherfuckers take care of animals and shit. Think about it. They be putting animals in, like, oh, no, look, just look. Like, how many times we heard about, like, a little birdie with a broken wing? So somebody put the little fucking splints on it and shit.
0: Don't talk about, like, the ones that be in the jungle or something like that. Yeah, the not, run, they yeah like, nigga. Like, damn, you might have
1: hit that turd too hard. Oh, uh, see, be look. Because, look, cats break their fucking ankles and shit. And, and the fucking lion ain't shit with a big ass. I can see that shit perfectly right now. It's like a tiger chasing after some shit in the jungle. Tiger thinking he good, what The motherfucker so do hit that nigga with a sharp ass turn. He drew gloves and hit that nigga right. And boom goes the dynamite. It's your boy, the Fat Don Icon, the seven seven three king, the heavyweight champ of the self Side, the people's champ of Chicago, the biggest fud that never judges. Augustus Rex, A.K.A. Austin No Rex, A.K.A. Here B. Be Life, A.K.A. Bobby Break Set. Hey, swear to the little niggas. The ladies love to call me Huggy. I be Hugo. But if you want to keep it simple, you can just call me Go. And this is Hugo and Friends. <laughs> Sup World
0: is me, Hugo. What's up, world? What's up? It's L. Damn, nigga. I gotta
1: introduce you.
0: (laughs) I like to introduce myself, but
1: go ahead do your thing. New niggas on the goddamn motherfucker. I'm a nigga for real, though. He really is a nigga. (laughs) So, as I was saying, Sup World is me, Hugo. And on tonight's episode of Hugo and Friends, I don't even got a friend no more. He a fuck nigga. This is L, the sportsman. Sportsman. What's up? Typical sports guy. Nah, man, fuck you, nigga. <laughs> nah, G, fuck you and your no introduction. <laughs> nigga wanna come through, fuck up my shit. Nigga, this is my show. You, you run
0: it, yeah, you got
1: it. Nah, nah, you too calm for me now. I don't even trust your uh, ass. <laughs> the fuck up, L. How you been, my nigga?
0: I'm a chiller, man. I'm been trying to stay out of trouble, you know,
1: living life the best I can. Bro, it's hard to get over your ass. Y'all has to be low-key, quiet as fuck. I'm surprised you was able to do this show, how busy you is. Y'all
0: you know, like to support somebody doing good things and trying to, you know, do their thing. So, that's when I pop
1: out. I appreciate it, G. No, like, real talk for real, though. I'm out here trying to do this shit. I'm going to get famous. Niggas going to listen to this shit. Like, ew, the sportsman. Ain't that that nigga that really just be on ESPN giving his opinion on some niggas shit?
0: Yeah, the, the first guy that ain't really had no background to do it. He just popped up right. out of nowhere. This is going
1: to be your resume right now. I hope so. Like, so. no, also for real shit.
0: Ew, the sports guy. I'm I'm doing this for all the sports guy in the future. I'm taking that.
1: Well, he's the sports man. Yeah. He's the sports guy. He, yeah. He's you. Sportsman. I, was gonna, I meant to say this shit off the cuff, off the mic, and I probably should say this shit later on in the episode, but fuck it. It's my show. I do whatever the fuck I want. I don't have no sponsors. I'm not monetized yet, and I do a shit ton of cussing, so I probably won't never be monetized.
0: Yes, you said yet. Yeah. You ain't monetized yet. Yes.
1: With you, really. you being an actual close personal friend of mine, uh, this Hugo and Friends podcast, I'll dedicate you the official sports guy. So when sports shit is going on, you're the guy. Sportsman, sports guy. Sportsman, sports guy.
0: L-sportsman, but I'm the sports guy.
1: He's L-sportsman, the sports guy. If yeah. you don't get it, you'll never understand. Mm-hmm. Before we get into all the sports guy, you sent the firefest? Fest. A Netflix documentary.
0: Man, I had somebody else had put me on to so that. I didn't really know too much about it. I did hear a bit about it when it had happened way back when it did. So I was like, "What is this?" So I had to really watch it, and I ended up watching it. It
1: was a good documentary. Gee, how can I put it? like I like you said like when it was going down, I remember it going down. Clearly, left my mind. Right. The only reason I knew about it is because. These people I be watching do and do movie reviews. They were talking about how Netflix and Hulu had two Firefest documentaries coming out. I was like, what? Okay. Well, let me check these shits out and uh They asked uh, Wildman, bro. Spoiler talk. Spoiler talk. <laughs> oh uh, look, fuck that. Not, yeah. You got three. If you if look, if you haven't watched any of the documentary and you want to get this shit raw, uncut, and off the cuff? You got three, two, one. A nigga almost sucked some dick for some water, bro. For some water. For <laughs> some. For some water for some other people because he had water himself. Gee, he was good. I don't know. It was like he it was like <laughs> what two million bottles of Evian water. I don't know. But how? God. He, got, fuck. he was
0: he was going to suck some dick for it. But then that's not even that's that's later on like. All right, that's you know, last what you get. Like, that, these the we, like, these people got finessed. Like,
1: these people got finessed. And they sat there. By that, the time. That's
0: we, the, it shows you how social media can
1: take over. Dude, by the time they get to the point about the dude getting ready to suck some dick for some water. That shit was already set to crash, burn, and fail. They, look, they initially had the island picked, right? Right. I think it was called Norman's Cay. Yeah. So that was the first island. That was the first little list that I
0: forgot about that. It's, exactly. That was the
1: first island that they had. That was right? the first, right. And like how they fucked that up was the niggas that owned the island is like, look, you can use our island. Only thing we need you to do is don't mention it used to be Pablo Escobar's island. Yeah. And the first thing that nigga <laughs> say out his mouth is, <laughs> we have a party on what used to be Pablo Escobar's island. The first
0: thing that came out they mouth. They
1: was tweeting. See, I would have said that shit. I would have been like, "Well, how much leeway can I?"
0: Do? No, they they used that. So then they couldn't use that island no more.
1: So they couldn't use that island no more.
0: That's what that should have been the first flag right there.
1: The people, the artists that they had booked, none of them were getting paid. It was in
0: the Bahamas. They had all these workers in the Bahamas. You know. The, People was happy, excited to go work for them. The no, audience not get they get
1: paid. <laughs> so many people ain't get paid. No,
0: well, You see the lady at the end when uh, she, she started all
1: oh my dresses. I, I wish I had fifty thousand dollars to give her, bro. She I was crying. crying. I she, she, she was cry.
0: crying. She was crying. Like I was like, "Damn, yo!" But she, you know that's what happens with a lot of these. Um, that, it was like a it, the is kind of like I don't know if you watch uh, American Greed,
1: but I it's kind of like did. it kind
0: of like shows you like. The people who do that type of stuff with the time that they get and how they could devastate some people and stuff like that still not really get what they deserve for that so, type shit.
1: You ain't watched the Hulu documentary, right? No, like, I only
0: seen that Netflix one so All
1: right, so I'll put it to you like this for you. These are the essential difference between the two documentaries. The Netflix documentary that was more so about the firefest itself. The Hulu documentary kind of reflects on the people's experience. Some of the people that attended, some more of the people that were behind the scenes. But yeah, like that's less, what I
0: wanted to hear more.
1: Less hands-on. Like. But I suggest you do watch it and then maybe go back watch the Netflix joint again. Because like at some point in time, I want to sit down and watch them both, back-to-back. Because back. like certain things happen in one and then when they explain that same situation in the other one, you be like, they didn't mention this. One of the motherfuckers said it. was like, we didn't have money for shit. Billy will leave, come back with and have money for some shit. What?
0: I'm trying to figure that one out.
1: Like, how much money did he get? I really don't know. Like, I'm going to probably have to, again, I'm going to probably have to sit down and Because I know he session. got some money. He
0: was too cool after he had got, or before, after he had got arrested, he was like, I- for the
1: he After cool he got hell. popped off, he came right back. Yeah, was, cool he was Chilling, in the house.
0: Yeah, he was chilling. Right. He knew everything was smooth. Now he was dumb as hell for um, trying to um sell bogus tickets. Yeah, but bl-
1: like that's pretty much the same scheme that he ran from the demo. Also, yeah, that's
0: what he's pretty much doing from job.
1: Also, in the Hulu one, that nigga's in the documentary. You know the Netflix. Yeah, because the- I
0: noticed that in the Netflix, he wasn't even in the
1: netflix when they ain't got billy but homie him when him they got billy.
0: his homie had talked to him uh, the guy from the bah- bahamas listen
1: what's so fucking hilarious about that shit. how at the end of the netflix documentary the dude from the bahamas he get a phone call from billy right right tell me why at the end of the hulu documentary billy girlfriend get a call from billy <laughs> Oh, like, like he put
0: that shit together, like he having fun, like he low key put all that together. Key, that was the he, joke. That was the joke, low key. He, no, put, no. he put it out. No. He, was, he wanted y'all. He, he's getting all of that.
1: No. And he just get no no, 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 no. <laughs> do you know who? the... All right, so this is the real finesse right here. So, in the Netflix documentary, do you remember the people? Fuck Jerry slash Jerry Media. Do you yeah, remember them? yeah, yeah. So you know they the ones that cut that commercial together and all yeah, that, that shit, that right? The only thing that they had a proof that it was gonna look dead. Right. I right, so those niggas are behind both the Netflix and Hulu documentary.
0: Man, see something's fishy
1: man. That's the real finesse. That's right so
0: fishy. And when y'all watch it, make sure y'all pay attention to uh ja Rule. This dude, man. He thought he
1: Hold on. <laughs> ja Rule got away with murder.
0: This man thought he was gonna have a whole nother career. He was all happy. He was like, man, I'm about to he was so serious.
1: Gee, he, he was looking around a
0: He was looking around, looking all serious and everything. And that shit went down. He was like,
1: hold up. <laughs> oh, I ain't had shit to do with this. That's all that that's white Scott boy for. <laughs> that's that white boy for. I ain't nothing to do with this. It's fucked up, though, because i might have to get rid of my Netflix subscription. These motherfuckers going up on $2, B. That's like $14. I'm broke, bro. I'm man, got... They went
0: up $2, man. They, they, just...
1: fin- they finna go up $2 in a couple of months. I might have to go ahead and get a Hulu account because Hulu will be in pen? they making niggas get sick. they like, oh, what? Netflix gonna go up to two two more dollars? How about you get our basic Hulu package for $6? But bitch, I get to watch commercials? Nah, I'm cool. I'm cool with all of that shit. They finna they
0: all finna, uh, keep doing that. Just boss. It's Jeez. just going to be a trend every, every year. Everybody finna have
1: a streaming platform. Niggas finna be mad at me. because I'm finna just go back to bootlegging all over again. On oh, some other shit, though. I'm fucking glad they arrested that nigga. Like they got that girl that was in that coma, pregnant. I don't know if she was in a coma. I heard she was, and I heard she wasn't. But you, you heard the story, right? Yeah, she was in a coma. From what I know, she was in a coma for a few years already. So like, like, so basically, what I read was well, it wasn't even a few years. Shorty been in a coma since like oh one, oh two. Damn. Right. Several years. 100. That's pretty much an entire life because you 29.
0: They just got to check these people when they be working with these people and stuff like that. I'm not that trying shit. to treat nobody, but damn, like, dude, didn't look like he was even like,
1: yeah, when well, I say he got I was like, like, oh, like oh, yeah, no, nah, he did that shit.
0: Yeah, you know, he told me that this man did that. I would have believed you, like, yeah, I don't even know. My man was ever in there going crazy. He had got a pregnant.
1: That's so nasty on so many levels. He raw me yeah, like a comatose person. I thought it was okay. And he was, for him uh-huh. to do that, that
0: means he thought about it before doing it. You know and, what I'm saying? That, <laughs> like, like,
1: <laughs> what what <laughs> was, it was, like how everybody said, like, we didn't know she was pregnant. I was like, none of y'all just see her stomach getting bigger or... That should have changed something. I'm not a medical professional.
0: Maybe, maybe they weren't really even paying attention. I, don't, I guess when people are in there for that long, they only do the bare minimum. See,
1: man, look, but, you know, I got to sue your ass for medical malpractice on top of arresting this nigga right. you're not paying attention.
0: That's pretty much what it is, because my man was in there. He he thought about it before doing it. He might have did it to some
1: other girls. Ah, see, look, though, why do you even have to put that thought into my head? Because you're right. He probably... I doubt that's the first time. Normally. Right. Come on. Look and at And if him. they did it in the restroom, I doubt that would have yeah. been his last time. If he did it to her, he probably did it to somebody
0: else and he was thinking about doing it prior to doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like, he might have got that job with that on his mind. Like, when he first got the job, he was sitting there like, oh, for real, they just laying
1: up there like that? Uh, uh, and she ain't for the fight back. Oh, oh, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, stop. Ah, uh, all right, ah. Uh. <laughs> Oh uh, Oh y'all can see my face right now. I look ugly. He testified. His
0: ass,
1: boy. boy. Boy, boy, boy. But on something positive, G like it's it's a it's one of them positive fucked up moments, bro. So there's a superintendent somewhere down in Indiana. Her name is uh Casey Smitherman. <laughs> Smitherman. <laughs> 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 she was arrested. Recently, G and released from jail. She got arrested because she claimed one of the students in her district was her kid, so he could get some medical help. Dude was like sick as fuck. I forgot what was going on with him, but she just, you know, she just wanted him to get some medical attention there. They said, "Bitch, you lying," and arrested her. But I guess because it was like some good deed type shit, they hit her with a slap on the wrist. And as long as she don't get arrested within the next year, they just let her ass off scot free.
0: I think you know the law is the law when it comes to that type stuff. So, you know, she got the what the law came to, but, but don't you they think know so it was a good it was for a good deed. You know what I'm saying? So,
1: I mean, but don't you think sometimes the law need to be changed? Cause like, I find this akin to it's similar to situations in my opinion. Well, mother will lie about the district that the student is in, the uh-huh. kid goes to, just so they can get to a better school. Right. Oh, shit. I don't live over there, but my best friend, auntie's sister lives down the street from them.
0: We just got to change the system so that a person wouldn't have to do something like that so, so that, the um, you know, um, the child could get the right medical treatment. That they need, regardless of what you know, I'm saying, regardless of how much money they have or what type of situation they're going on, a sick child, is a sick child, so. But the law is the law, you know. what I'm saying, so we live in Western civilization, and it's never going to be right for (laughs) for certain things, and you know. I don't even
1: know how to describe this. A positive, somber note: the city of New York has to pay out to the family of Khalif Browder three point three million dollars. After he had committed suicide for being a incarcerated for an umpteen amount of time. Like, for your, those who are listening, leave Browder, he had went into jail at the age of 16. Rikers Island, under the suspicion of still the book bag, you know, him and his friend, he pled not guilty and he had to stay in there until he could prove his innocence. Some things occurred while he was in prison. He had to spend the majority of his time in solitary confinement. Eventually, he was let out at the age of 22, I believe. You know, he tried to get back into society, but two years later, after his release, he committed suicide and over a book bag, man. My man, that was like, what, six years of his life? Own over a book
0: bag. Right. Some of these stories like that, you know what I'm saying? It's it's unfortunate that he had to take his own life because of what happened. And and I'm happy to see that New York, the state of New York, or whatever, whoever paid their family recognized that. And $3.3 million, that's a a lot of money, you know? It is, but. But She can't bring him back, though. Right, I'm like. Nothing can bring him back.
1: You, okay. can't, you, you can't can put money on a life and you so. can't pay for time either. But like if he was around, you know, if he was around to see the three point three million, then it's one thing. I'm like I can't get that time back, but I don't think if he was around, it wouldn't have been no money.
0: I think that's just them trying to give you know something and they recognize it, but you know, there's no amount of money that could ever bring. You. You know the pain, the sorrow of a family, but I'm happy that they did something. It was a good thing that they did that. The wrongful imprisonment—that's what they gave him the money for—for for wrongful imprisonment. Uh. Oh, how did they? How did you get the money? But did they just give him the money, or was it was it a case going on?
1: They made the case that his imprisonment led to his suicide. Okay. Okay. That's the fucking justice system in a handbag right there.
0: You
1: know what I'm saying? Happy, you know, Happy's family got some money for that. That's horrible. That nigga, Kanye West is suing Jay Z. What the fuck, bro? 10 years ago, if I would have told you Kanye West was going to sue Jay Z, would you have believed
0: me? Nah, because uh, 10 years ago, I probably, well, oh, nah. About 10 years ago, I didn't really know who Kanye I, That we, we knew, we were still in old Kanye mode. Exactly. You know what I'm saying. So he, look, you would have, I would have to never believe that. Yeah.
1: You would have to ask some questions like, "Wait, what, what led to this point?" So what is he suing him for? Basically, Kanye West is suing Jay Z because he said his production, his lyrics, from Blueprint moving forward, help revitalize, rejuvenate Jay Z's career. You can sue somebody for that. He's trying. I don't know if he can. If he can make a case, maybe. And he feel he's so them that he feel like there's some money to be owed from that. Wow. I don't even know what to
0: say to that. I didn't see any. It's like damn. Yeah. You know
1: what I'm
0: saying? <laughs> Jay Z can say the, the same thing about Kanye. Right? I was gonna
1: say like if, if, I was gonna say we wanna play that game. Jay-Z just got to say, Kanye, you wouldn't have a career if it wasn't for me. Like, if
0: if my career was revitalized because of you, it's my career. So I wouldn't even be you if it wasn't my career.
1: Right. There would be no Kanye Kanye if you didn't revitalize my career.
0: Right. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, I could still be Jay-Z at
1: the end of the day because I was always Jay-Z before and after. Actually, I don't know, G, because around that same time before Kanye started fucking with Rockefeller hard, he was damn near cash money, G. Did you know that? Who, Kanye? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was damn near. So, like, oh, man. Can you imagine a world we would live in if Kanye West was blood? He was working for a bird, man.
0: That <laughs> would have never so,
1: lasted that long for so me. I'll be so confused. I'll be sitting right there going, like, Kanye, baby. He's from Chicago. We ain't got bloods in Chicago. Come on, Easy. Yeah, this
0: is and, and Weezy Kanye's baby. It's
1: Birdman. Weezy, Weezy, Kanye. Oh, oh, oh. oh gee! Fucking Cardi B landed a residency in Las Vegas. That's quick. Hmm.
0: I'm. I applaud Cardi B. But she just living her best life,
1: man. I don't know the details to it, but. Uh, the uh, fucking uh, do, do, do. She, she's living her best life. I ain't mad at that girl, man. Let's the the Pops Casino down there in Las Vegas, the Pops Casino Resort. They're opening up a new amphitheater out that way called Chaos, spelled with the K. And you know, amongst Cardi B, G, E, Z, and Skrillex as well, they all setting up some residencies over there. So, more than likely, it's probably like so During a certain time period after the year, Cardi B has a definite 10 shows that she's getting paid to do there in Vegas, and damn, nigga, that's love right there. Like yeah, she, Cardi, that's what she wanted to do, though. When
0: you see there on them little TV shows, that wasn't really what she wanted to do. That's why she stopped doing that. She was like, once I got my, I stepped on this to get this little rap career going, it's on. She and wants she, to upgrade she, her she life thing.
1: Like I ain't mad at her at all. She wants to upgrade her lifestyle and that's basically what she and be. She speak
0: what she be speaking on. She be saying what she wanna say. She she be on it. Like, she, she always putting out little video, you know, snaps and shit. She I love be, Cardi B. Making people go crazy, everything. You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't mad at Shorty at
1: all. I love Cardi B. She's the she's the black girl that nobody really appreciates. Mm-hmm. Is she loud? Yes. Is she eccentric? Yes. But she's also smart, yo. Yeah, she's smart. She ain't. She ain't no fool. She's not. She play stupid. them little
0: games and stuff to be on. She that's why she play them little games. Right. She put them little videos out and you know what I'm saying like back in life, she know that she gonna get some attention from it. She know exactly she, what she
1: was doing. She's she, very
0: she, 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 she's smart. She's smart. She's smart. And I, you know what I'm saying. I ain't mad at right. it. She gonna take. She she gonna take over. Hey, yeah. Uh, so Cardi she, B, she when you listen, on. she gonna keep going.
1: So Cardi B, when you listen to this episode in the future. Please ignore my last episode when we was talking <laughs> about the city girls and uh, y'all trying to figure out who went in that video going to go for the forty ball. We know you ain't gonna go for the forty ball, Cardi. I love you, Cardi. So, when you listen to this shit in the future. This is the episode you need to be listening to. Not episode number three nah, Cardi, yourself. Cardi,
0: one of them girls that's gonna make you think that she gonna go for the forty ball. But, but then she, she gonna a,
1: walk away with 40,000 with forty thousand right. goof good Nah, and like she right gonna double like, oh, no. yo shit. You, y'all done got some lead and everything.
0: You don't know, be like, damn, this she's a finesse me. Right. I thought I was. What? And you still ain't you getting are, no way. And you happy? You, you happy? But right? like, damn.
1: Well, you ain't getting no ass, but no, me, happy you happy? Took ain't the number no down and everything.
0: Like
1: damn. Uh, and since we sticking that way on the East Coast anyway. Shout out to Nas. He got like three hundred and forty million dollars. Because he, he invested into a tech company called Pluto TV. I believe that's what it's called. Viacom bought that bitch and Nas got that loan money. That nigga Nas invested into Lyft before that shit was popping and he invested into Genius.com back when it was still called Rap Genius. That nigga, man, he's he smart on here. Yeah, he had to do
0: Sonic to keep up with Jay-Z. Shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> block him,
1: block him, block him, block him. Hey, you know I can, you know I can actually do that shit. <laughs> yo! I figured out how to edit shit in this bitch. Uh. I told y'all on episode one. I'm gonna figure out how to do the shit. This is episode four. If you listen to episode three, you you're like, "Damn, this nigga editing skills got popping." Wait till like episode twelve. I'm gonna have chandelier noises. What's a chandelier noise? You gonna find out in episode twelve, nigga. <laughs> Uh, uh, give me a give me a bookmark timestamp right now. <laughs> uh, 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 one hour, uh, four minutes in. That's when you gonna hear a chandelier noise on episode twelve of the Human World Friend Podcast. Why did I do this to myself, G? <laughs> now you just put
0: pressure <laughs> on yourself,
1: <laughs>
0: unintended pressure on yourself, but.
1: That's some positive shit for Nas. And you know, also, some sad shit. That nigga, Takashi69, his ass may need a new lawyer because the lawyer that he currently got, I guess that nigga was working on the same case for some other niggas in Takashi's group that get arrested. Chip, Crippy, chippy, and shoddy. So, and a judge didn't know about that shit. So, that might be some like. Evidence tempering involved. All the niggas might have to get new lawyers in the long run. All that shit fucked up. This
0: may just make this is like stuff. Doesn't make it even longer and shit. But he's already in that jam already, and. I don't wish bad upon nobody, and nothing like that, and anybody go to jail. But like, damn,
1: that's you know. Oh, right, I don't wish prison upon. That's nobody. why you don't be out here
0: acting a fool. Like I ain't forgot about him coming out here trying to disrespect. Exactly. And exactly.
1: All that. Like, you know what I'm
0: saying you be a humble person. You know. That nigga was living out his dream, man. He wanted to come out here in Chicago, see, so what's where his favorite rappers was. Agent Orange Forty Five, that's the name I like
1: to call him. Agent Orange Forty Five like it? I think I'm going to copyright that. Agent Orange 45. (laughs) Agent Orange 45. Double (laughs) O 45. Like, nah, dude, we can't call him Double O, because Double O would make his ass sound cool. You better call him (laughs) He's already a cool mom. (laughs) You can get the fuck off my shoe. (laughs) I'm gonna do the rest by myself and all these things <laughs> like you. i would change my voice. I'll become smooth as fuck out of nowhere. Get the fuck. We got the government mm-hmm. shutdown, saga continuing, kinda, sorta, but not really. It's on hold right now, you know, until February 15th, but that's only if they can't come to some type of agreement, some temporary hold. I mean, it's a temporary, you know, unfreeze, another shutdown. That way niggas can go here, and get that back pay because a motherfucker's been working for like a month and some change without getting paid.
0: So, who's really being affected most by this decision?
1: People in general. You got to look at it from all different angles, bro. So, I've seen reports saying. Due to the government shutdown, police officials out here aren't aren't able to pay their informants. So
0: basically America's like Fry Fest right now. <laughs> <laughs> and Trump is like that dude. <laughs> he, he can't pay everybody.
1: <laughs> so who's the, who's So <laughs>
0: we get this Fry Fest. The wall is Fry Fest and shit.
1: <laughs> so wait, who's America's rule? the people? so uh, uh, Mike Pence Ja Rule he's just everywhere in the background looking goofy as hell
0: nah yeah I guess so uh, uh, who would be nah Ja Rule represents the people that be having the red hats on or the people that vote nah Ja Rule is the people that voted for Trump that really, that really believed in him <laughs> nah.
1: felt disappointed nah those are people that bought the tickets then all right, so look, this is if that's the case, it's like this. The government shutdown is the fire face. That shit look good. <laughs> you, you seen all those supermodels swimming in the beach. You was like, what? They drinking with pigs? I want to go drinking with pigs. So you thought that you was going to be able to drink with pigs by voting for Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. And then you bought your motherfucking ticket, and boom, here we are. Right. Yo ass ain't got no job. Well guess what? You got a job that you gotta work for free. And then he like, can't pay. He can't
0: pay just like he did Firefest, they can't pay their workers, he can't
1: he can't pay. So we get his law. do so, ain't gonna get paid, man. I yo no look, the difference though is the niggas in Firefest only got stuck down there for like a day, day and a half. These motherfuckers been fucked for like thirty plus yeah, days. Oh man,
0: that's messed
1: up. And they only get it like two weeks worth of relief.
0: So even the workers that be at the airport, the ones that be checking stuff, are they not getting their paychecks right now?
1: It's like this: government employees, they're gonna get back pay, assuming that everybody gets paid this Friday. All them niggas shouldn't get like them two, three, four, four and a half weeks, I believe. It is worth the back pay. There's a legitimate opportunity that somebody's about to get a check sitting on like seven, eight bands. But, if you were a government contract employee, y'all niggas is not getting none of that shit. They only get paid when the shutdown isn't going on. Damn, so
0: when is it going to be a good time for me to go to California and try to bring some of that weed back on the plane?
1: Nancy Pelosi has said uh, that if they don't come to like a solution, for this shutdown that Donald Trump can't have a State of the Union address. And Donald Trump said, fuck you, Nancy Pelosi. I'm Donald Trump, bitch. I'll do what I want, so I might do my own thing. But I low-key think that's why this shutdown came to like a temporary halt, so Donald Trump could go ahead and get the fuck he want anyway and have a State of the Union address. All he gonna do is go on there and talk about his wall and say, we're fighting a good fight. We're gonna build this wall again. Niggas have proven to you you can go over, around, or under that motherfucker. Yeah, I
0: think it's I think it's more of just a controlling thing. hey I'm gonna get this wall. It's gonna say it's gonna have my name on
1: every brick. <laughs> I can see that shit too. That's what he wants. I can see it. I could see that wall being made with Trump breaks. Why wow. want his legacy? It's not about and it's look, all wait. about
0: control. It's all about all of that. Like you said, it's about control. It's not about having no wall that could prevent that's or the you know, or the border. You know, it's all just I wanna have my legacy as a president.
1: But like, I just wanna punch Donald Trump in his throat. Like, do you think the Secret Service will let him get away with it? Like walk up to him, like Can I just punch him in his throat. Like that's all I want to do.
0: They were like, they gonna be hesitant to. Uh, they probably let you do what he got, what you gotta do, and then get you afterwards. Like we could have get to him faster, what faster enough? All
1: right, Secret Service, because I know y'all listening there right now, especially after we done talking about putting weed on airplanes. You ain't think I heard my phone go do 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 do. Since y'all listening? I just want to know if I can run up and push that nigga in his throat one good time. Just wham! In and out. Just in and out. Have somebody message me on uh, Instagram. Hate Master Hugo on Instagram. Chris Brown had a wild 24-48 hours, bro. 24-48 <laughs> hours. I don't fucking know how long that shit was. I, nigga, all I know is I woke up saying, some shit talking about Chris Brown has been arrested in Paris on an accusation of rape. And I said, my exact words were, Chris Brown being accused of rape, yikes. Let me stay off the internet for the entire day. And I legitimately stayed off the internet for the entire day, and then the next time I get back on the internet, it says, girl recanting her story. So I don't know at what point Shorty recanted of her story. Chris Brown
0: should be used to this type of stuff. So I was already expecting like something to come up with him saying like, nah, nah, so See, I wasn't I wasn't believing it from the from the jump. I was just, I was one of them like, nah, after all this stuff that's going on, ain't no way in hell Chris Brown gonna rape somebody immediately. You know what I'm saying? So I hate- like
1: so the weird thing about it for me was if a person accuses someone of rape, I tend to follow the side of I believe. Okay. Right? You know, I'm not trying to crucify the person who uh is who's been accused of rape, but I do believe the person was rape. You feel what you get what I'm coming from? Yeah. So when it was Chris Brown being accused of rape, it was like, it's hard for me to believe it's Chris Brown because that does not fit his MO. You know? And mm-hmm. she would have said, Chris Brown two-pieced up in a hotel, bathroom, I'm like, damn, Chris Brown, I thought she was taking anger management classes. Yeah. But for her to go, like, Chris Brown raped somebody, I was like, that's that's a new one.
0: Right then you got Chris Brown. You know girls like you know girls still on Chris Brown. You know what I'm saying? Chris Brown get yeah, any girl he want. But see, and like he ain't sitting there trying to rape nobody out there in Paris, man. I ain't. I had to see more evidence, and then like like what happened you know, the next day, the evidence came out. so what happened. You know. Doesn't like, mean that all things happen that way. That situation was just that way.
1: You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. Listen to the story. I'm still gonna take those situations serious. Like, if a girl accused somebody of being raped, I am gonna believe that she was raped. I'm not gonna vilify the person who she accused of. I'm waiting on all the facts. If dudes start saying, like, man, fuck that oh, fuck that bitch, I ain't raped. but depends on how like, you know, the tone and shit, tone really matters for me. Because mm-hmm. sometimes, like, Niggas get defensive and they get real loud, or sometimes they really just be angry and all of a some. Nah, I know I didn't do that, and that's just how they express themselves. So I'm not gonna vilify anybody for yelling that shit, but I'm a. I I always look at the situation and just man, that shit just. I'm glad that he didn't rape her. I'm upset that she throwing out false rape claims though. Yeah, and that's, a,
0: that's another thing that did a false rape because um, you fuck it up for other girls that really go through a situation and right. then,
1: you know, the, the cry wolf, you know,
0: that type thing.
1: If I'm not mistaken, my nigga El Chapo. Oh, they not just talking about me.
0: that nigga El Chapo.
1: Over the past week, if I'm not mistaken, El Chapo has been on trial, my nigga. I thought he was already down. What happened? I mean, it's he's arrested. The government they have him in custody, but the trial is now commencing.
0: Wow. Okay. So there's now the trial's going on. Okay.
1: Niggas is flipping. Oh, are they telling? I'm niggas is doing gymnastics, they, bro. They rat- Niggas is doing gymnastics. Motherfuckers is going for the gold. So, the first dude we have is Damaso Lopez Nunez.
0: Okay. He's cur-
1: He's currently facing life in right now. He was one of El Chapo's lieutenants. Okay. In his testimony, his testifying to the court, he talked about how El Chapo's wife was the basically the middleman between El Chapo and El Chapo's sons and his associates outside. That correlated with his uh, prison breaking. What was that, two thousand and fifteen? Oh well, when he was trying to escape prison in two thousand and fifteen, because he is he, the way he escaped prison was a similar way, back in like oh four oh five, so. He talked about how his wife was talking, helping trying to correlate that to happen. Mr. Nunez also claims that El Chapo's sons had killed a reporter named Javier Valdez for reporting on infighting amongst the cartel after they told him not to do it.
0: He's just out there just letting everything, letting all the business out there
1: for so reduced sentence. You, you face in life. The article that I read said he pounded on his chest right before he gave a testimony. Someone asked him why did he did that. He said, because I love this man talking about El Chapo. But he said, I had to think about him choosing my family over him. And my thing is, when you snitch, you still get like 60 years, G. Your ass is damn near... This dude that's snitching on El Chapo right now is fifty five. Oh, so he's not gonna. Well,
0: yeah.
1: So. And he's, he's not gonna, gonna live
0: when he gets out. He's snitching for no reason, basically. Huh? Hey, that's the code. I mean, that's the code some people
1: live by. I low key think it's a ploy though, because people actually believe that it was uh, Nunez' son uh, who killed Mr. Valdez. Well, Nunez testifying in the court that no, we had nothing to do with that. Nor me, nor my son had anything associated with that killing, and the reason why they killed him was because of X, Y, Z. So maybe that's the truth. Maybe that's a lie. Maybe he don't want to implement his son into some shit. You know, like maybe that's the other thing right there. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they trying to plug him, pin the murder on his son. So he's like, "Nah, I give you on the top of the sons instead." Yeah, we don't.
0: Yeah, we don't know what the what, what's going on in the background.
1: So, so, you know, he probably said my life is over with, but if I could keep my son from spending the rest of his back here. Mm-hmm. Then we have, and I'm, Lord, please forgive me. I know I'm to fuck this man's name up. I believe is Alex or Alexi Sanfuentes?
0: Alex Sanfuentes.
1: Something like that.
0: Sanfuentes.
1: Please don't have me chopped up and killed in my sleep. He was considered to be El Chapo's right hand man. The this, homie. the the homie, homie. That's the homie maker. Right so you know the homie knows the, the the juicy shit. Uh, so the
0: homie
1: told too. The homie told, he testified that El Chapo paid a hundred million dollars to Mexico's former president so he could stay in business.
0: Wow! So that just I believe that just shows like the Mexican president.
1: Alright, G. I got a question to ask you. Who else do you think snitched? I'ma give you a hint. There is no hate like a woman score. Yeah. That is
0: wife, it's mistress. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know you know that you know the girl she want that position she ain't never got that position so now she got that opportunity to lay, you know to get back and you know what I'm saying she she's stabbing him right now so That's, it's always that 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 girl that can not get that position
1: Guadalupe Sanchez Lopez she's also testifying I believe this young lady is 29 years old. She's facing a minimum ten years' sentence for a cocaine conspiracy. Oh hell yeah, she's snitching. She she's she young only ten years. She's like shit, I ain't finna go to jail. Right, you know, she young ten years in hope of a reduced sentence. She's testifying about how she used to oversee some of his marijuana plantations and launder money on his behalf, claiming that she feared for her life, hence why she did these things and these tactics. Of course. Of course, she feared for her life. Of course,
0: of course, <laughs> while smoking that
1: weed. Of course. <laughs> she also had some roles in like some political positions. I ha- I forget what they were. She like, gonna be feared for her life now. Like G, not nah, like she had some legitimate roles in some political positions. I really should have had that shit brought up. You know, I'm surprised I got this many notes right here, G. <laughs> yeah. Dang! So
0: she was a uh, she was she used her position as a mi- mistress to work her way. Within the um the Mexican ranks,
1: she got herself up in positions in his cartel. Got herself up in positions in the government. I bet he was definitely using her as an informer. I don't know how deep she were into the po- polit- the the her political field, but maybe was she was like a roundabout connection to the president. That's how he was trying to get that man hundred M. And you know who else snitched on El Chapo? Who? El Chapo himself. Dang, he sold himself. So. He did it in a roundabout way, though. So, the man was paranoid. And when you're a paranoid man, what do you think, what do you start doing?
0: Well, you you uh, start worrying about stuff that don't matter.
1: I mean, yeah, G. And since he now he's paranoid, worrying about things that he shouldn't matter that now he's really concerned when he's worried about maybe people are trying to betray him
0: yeah so point figures at the wrong people
1: not even that so what he started doing was setting up wiretaps and video surveillance around a bunch of his uh business dealings and the it guy got rounded about up in that entire situation and yep, they got you know just audios and videos. So him trying to put heads on people and Damn. discuss their money and drugs. And
0: That's why I'll be trying to wonder like, when people be having them security cameras with they they do illegal shit themselves. I'm like, how does that work? Because like if for some reason you go down for something like that, your security
1: cameras gonna have all your illegal activity on there. He's already facing life in prison. That's another thing y'all don't get about some of these people snitching. He's already facing life in prison. Y'all just gonna give him more life?
0: I think some of them would just be having some some extra, extra on them or something like. I ain't like I ain't like something that you did to me. Back when you was first fucking around or something like that, uh, you know what I'm saying? I ain't forgot about what you had did to my son. Type shit. You know what I'm saying? You left him outside that one day. You know what I'm saying? They just be trying to get back at him. Get back at the man. All that little jealousy and envy and all the little things that they had. He's already down. He's already... Why are you telling me more information? What is up? I think they just... It's, it's a lot of other stuff going on. We had somebody that big and powerful. They controlled a lot of people. You
1: know what I'm saying? So... They wanted him. They got him. They finna finna book this man, G. Yeah, G, that just shows, though, like, think about it. One of his top lieutenants, his quote-unquote right-hand man, and his side piece, and his paranoia, that's what's really taking him down.
0: So what what does that tell you?
1: That tells me when I become a drug king fan, keep my paranoia to a minimum
0: you really can't trust nobody man i mean you can't you just can't trust nobody you can't you can't trust you can't pillow talk your homie gonna turn on you and your homie gonna turn on you.
1: moving right along and jay-z and several other multimillionaire millionaire billionaires launched a program recently that's geared to help those with unjust probation parole censuses called the Reform Alliance. Because, you know, we all know Meek Mill famously got released from prison last year, and he was serving uh, after he uh, broke his parole violation for popping up Willy entertaining the kids, and he was on a 10-year parole violation. He was on a 10-year parole anyway. That's that's ridiculous, G. So he came out talking about how he wanted to fix the... The unjust system in this way, and I'm glad that you know him, Jay Z, and all these other guys are bending together to make this happen.
0: I'm happy they are too, because you know I know a lot of us. either if we ain't ourselves, we got a friend or something that that was touched by the justice system in the, in a bad way, and then they had a. Uh, Come out with probation and all of that, then end up going back in. You know how that shit go, man. And,
1: right, you get to pop off on something right. bullshit. Like, nigga got a speed and taking her, they didn't even know about it. Now they gotta go back to jail.
0: Right, then that stuff goes on, and that's just the way keeping control of people, man. But I don't mean to deflect,
1: but what's this when Jay Z
0: started hanging out with Meek Mill and they becoming homies and shit?
1: Gee, when Meek Mill went to prison, niggas go to prison and lose friends? Meek Mill went to prison and made friends with millionaires and billionaires. How does that
0: happen? Sometimes they say you go in and you talk to the right person, huh? He must have talked to the right
1: person. I mean, look at the situation. He did something when he was younger. He copped a plea because he was like 19 at the time. 19, 20, you know, some young nigga shit. And they gave him a 10-year probation. He wasn't going to get off until he was 30-something.
0: That's that's
1: just horrible. And, like, there's several people out here walking around with the Meek Mill thing. Yeah. It's just Meek Mill is famous and has the money to actually bring some light to it. So he's using his platform to help those that were in situations just like him.
0: Is that what you
1: got him as Jay-Z's respect? I mean, remember... As soon as that nigga got out of jail, the first thing he did was hopped on a private helicopter and met Robert Kraft, the owner of the Seventy Sixes, and that nigga's yeah, a billionaire. Yeah, I good, saw man.
0: that. I saw that. I saw that.
1: Like your first move out of jail is meeting the owner of the Seventy Sixes. I think too, the uh,
0: social media played a lot of into that. Uh, people who probably didn't know who Meek Mill or what was going on with the situation found out about it.
1: Again, that's his celebrity right there. A lot of people don't have that opportunity. That's why I'm glad that he's taking this chance and opportunity to use his celebrity for that. Well, I salute
0: Meek Mill. I salute everybody that's involved with that situation. And, man, man. He, he, he go to jail, pop out on some
1: stuff. Huh? Man, G. Like, I know a few niggas that get out the journey and go straight to business, and like, I applaud all the niggas that do.
0: Mm-hmm. Let's just make it that we don't have to go to jail before we do that. Let's, let's, let's take that step now.
1: Right. Let's get on business first before jail even becomes yeah. the, the option. I like to call this time period of the year, G, like the little sports book. Because we got three major sporting events going on. This, well, not three major sporting events. But, you know, we usually get two things going on congruently with the Super Bowl and the NBA All-Star Weekend. Yes. Usually happen like a week apart from it's each other. It's a
0: magical time of the year for some people.
1: Some people.
0: For some some
1: people, people. Some people are mad right now. Some people are upset. I, uh-huh. As a Bears fan, I'm sorry, Colin Kaepernick, I disappointed you. Like, I was boycott. Listen. It is hard to boycott the NFL when the Bears is winning, <laughs> and I'm not even now, saying that, doesn't happen
0: that off, the Bears don't
1: win that often. I mean. Look, I'm not even saying that as a Bears fan because people like it when the Bears aren't winning in the NFL. Yeah, I was gonna bring
0: up the Super Bowl shuffle,
1: right? Like when the Bears are doing good in the NFL, All they the old coaches, and that's why I love Chicago yeah. when the Bears is doing good, when the Cubs is doing good, Sox. Bulls, all our sports teams when they're doing really good, they want to talk about us. The world, the world is a better place. Like They just want to talk about us. Like, hey, did you know Chicago's over here killing the shit in the game? Before we get into the NFL stuff, we had a boxing match last weekend, if you want to call it that. I didn't even see it, but I heard about it. Broner and uh,
0: Pacquiao. Yep.
1: Yeah. But before we get into that, let's talk about some NBA shit. The All-Star break is around the corner. We're about, what, two, three weeks away from the All-Star break? Yeah, usually around Valentine's
0: Day weekend.
1: So, you know, that means we only another two or three weeks away from All-Star break, away from the trade deadline. By that time of the year, we could kind of already figure out who's going to make it into the playoffs. The battle for the eighth and ninth season. The last few seasons always going to be a battle going into the later part of the season. Will LeBron James help sneak the Lakers in? Who knows?
0: You know, it's that part of the year that you are just trying to see. You already know what what, what type of team you are, and it's been a crazy year. This is one of this is one of the few years that you know what's going to happen at the end, but everything in between is just well, wow. You don't know who how they're gonna get there. Like the West, with LeBron out West. I didn't see LeBron doing that with the Lakers. Like this year, they're they have they're above 500. You know what I'm saying? But I think, too, a lot of people don't really realize that LeBron is on the other side of his career right now.
1: Oh, yeah. No, I know.
0: And uh, he just took an injury. He's been out for a while. People might downplay that, but, man, all it takes is just one injury.
1: What kind of injury was it? It's a I have growing a injury,
0: growing injury. Yeah, we see that starts a lot. That's that be the one that kick it off. Next thing you know, the knee, the ankle.
1: No, my theory is it's gonna be a back injury that takes LeBron out.
0: It could lead to that because that's the growing. You know what I'm saying?
1: But not the reason why I say like back though specifically just his back. He's had back problems over the past couple of seasons, bro. Nothing like too detrimental to his health. But you've seen him on the sidelines just laid out flat because he needs that position. Yeah. And him being as tall and athletic as he is, I believe if it's not his back first, it's going to be something in the legs the knees and the ankles because he's still out there high flight. He needs to slow down on that shit.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's, he's on the other side of his career and uh um, he's going to have to adjust his game, you know what I'm saying? And another day I feel shocked is like, "Damn. LeBron is still LeBron right now. We watching we watching Dwayne Wade doing his fair, fairway uh farewell uh tour in his swan song years." Yeah, yeah. We looking at uh Carmelo Anthony getting tossed around like a <laughs> dude Yeah. So, you know, these guys came into the league with
1: LeBron. LeBron is, he's an injury away. You know what I'm saying? But like it's, 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 yeah, it's starting to become the, it's definitely starting to become the end of LeBron James era of the basketball. Mm-hmm.
0: He's not the best player in the league no more, in my opinion. I mean, we still want to get him that title. He's still one of the greatest basketball players ever.
1: He's going to go down as one of the greatest basketball players but of he, all time.
0: He's not the best player in the league right now. I think James Harden is.
1: So, you think that James Harden get the MVP this year?
0: Yes, I do. I think James Harden will get the MVP this year.
1: James Harden might pick for MVP this year as well. Yeah,
0: some of the stuff he's doing right now is something people ain't did before. You know, when you start saying stuff like that, that's when you, you got to get credit due. You know what I'm saying? James Harden. I always felt like when he first came into the league, he had that, that, that stuff. He had that it. That a lot of people don't have that that game that that old man game like I'm the one, I'm the one that come to the league. And I'm 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 gonna run this team. I'm not gonna be just somebody that's here and I'm just gonna be this nice guy. You know what I'm saying? I I'm happy he was able to lead that situation in Oklahoma City, and go to Houston where he could be that number one factor and show that you know what I'm saying. But coming out of college, he had that.
1: He just needed a team that was gonna fully let him flourish, cause. You know everybody loved that dynamic of him, Russell, and KD, but he only play basketball with one ball.
0: Yeah, and that's what they problem was. And then Westbrook, I was never really a fan of Westbrook, not not personal. I, ain't I love about Westbrook, personal, but as a basketball player, like I hate those guards that. Do everything, and then you know it takes everybody out the red. up. then you want to pass the ball to somebody, you're like, man, you ain't passing the ball the whole game, and now you want to pass the ball to me in a minute left in the game, like we used to do, Kevin Durant.
1: To Russell Westbrook's thing, I feel like now, he's finally found how that could work for him, because he still does everything in the game, but he's not doing everything as much.
0: Yeah, I think he's. I think this season he took a step back. I think his injury. Might have had played a part into that. I felt like this season it came with an approach that I'm going to use my teammates a little more and I'm not going to grab every single rebound and I do mean, all of that.
1: Look like, at their dynamic for their big thing and I like the way they're doing it. It's uh, Steven Adams right down there in the post so you know he got your big man who's going to he's he's arguably their best defender out there you know on that end. he He's rim protecting, he's blocking he's getting on board so you know Russell doesn't have to be down there battling as hard for the boards, and quiet as kept. Russell kind of conceded the scoring to Paul George. Hey, Paul George is giving himself a season. And real talk, that's kind of what Paul George just wanted to do. Like when Paul George is on the paces, he's the best player. Everybody was looking for him to be a leader. You just because you're a really good basketball player, good scoring things like that. You don't necessarily want to be the leader. Russell wants to be the leader. Russell doesn't mind going in there on some, they're going to win, they're going to lose because of me. Paul George just want to put up 25 points a game, and Russell's giving him that opportunity. And now it's down to the point where if they need that last minute bucket, Russell doesn't have to take it because he could pass it off to Paul George. Who's had a good rhythm going all game, and because Russell's in the mix, he can go ahead and take the last shot, too.
0: And then the, another good pickup for them was the uh, the guy that he was, the little guard that was from Atlanta, uh, um, Schroeder. Schroeder, he's German, I think he's, yeah, he's something he's, like that he's a, uh, from the a German national team. Um, but um, no, that was a good uh pickup for them because it kind of takes a little pressure off of Westbrook. I can take a rest. I don't got to bring the ball up every time. Right, and good guard another. to help
1: lead that second unit, yeah, help I mean, relieve some stress on the on the court. And then they can time. play together at the same time, too. Right, you know, put him at the guard position now. Russell could play the two.
0: Mm-hmm. And then also have Paul George on the court with them, too, at the same time. It just gives them more of a, a flexibility. So, so like, I, do, I do recognize Westbrook has took a scale back this year um, as far as, like, now, I gotta do everything. I need my teammates to be on points for me to win the championship.
1: And, like, the bench isn't that bad either.
0: I need my teammates to be on point. I felt like he used to bypass that when Durant was there. Uh, you got your number one score in the league, league score in the league. Two years in a row, you you, you jacking up more shots than him.
1: I mean, look at it right and, now. Know,
0: and you, as a guard, you gotta, you gotta be able to lead your team and have everybody in the rhythm. And I think that's why they used to lose and have like mishaps at the end of the games. You know.
1: I told somebody years ago, if Kevin Durant had the Russell Westbrook mentality, KD would arguably be the best player in the league, no doubt about. it.
0: I wanna argue with that. With that, with you, and um. I think Kevin Durant, even though they were talking about he took an easy way out, I'm like, I don't even see it like that. I think he went to a team that fits his description. Like, he's the best player on Golden State. You know, Curry's good. He's a great shooter. He's probably one of the greatest shooters ever. But Kevin Durant is the best player on that team. All that flows around him. That's a perfect situation for him. You can say whatever you want and all of that. He saw that. He saw that before, and that's why he went there.
1: It's real interesting because we both gagged. Uh, James Harden is our MVP candidate of the year going on right now. But right. if you look at the standards, Thunder's in third, and James Harden and the Bulls down there in Houston, they are number five.
0: I think that's a lot due to, um, what really the Thunder did they both, they both kind of started off bad, but the Rockets really started off bad. Um, and then you had those injuries. And then you had that, you know. It's really what happens when once Carmelo was gone, they started it. I don't think it really had nothing to do with Carmelo. I think it was just maybe they felt bad that they let Carmelo down. They was they underachieved in the beginning of the season, and it just now I think too. I think too, like with Chris Paul. Like Chris Paul is not there, James Harden is going crazy, and they are winning while wow, he's going crazy. I see how. I wonder how it's gonna be once Chris Paul comes back. Is he gonna still continue to let him go crazy like that?
1: See, I like Chris Paul with James Harden, but James Harden by himself has been proving that he could just go off and make things do. Like
0: and Austin Rivers was a great pickup. He's playing his role. I'm not even an Austin Rivers fan, but
1: man, it's hard to be an Austin Rivers.
0: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not an Austin Rivers fan, but he's actually playing. He's playing his role with Houston right now, and it's helping James Harden. You know, and I'm like that's different than um Chris Paul. I'm not saying Chris Paul isn't a great, you know, Chris Paul is gonna go down, you know, great player, but I think somebody that could help that I wish that might even you know that would be a good player for all them is uh Derrick Rose.
1: Oh man! If he
0: went to Houston and played that little role that Austin Rivers is playing right now.
1: D Rose is most improved player of the year, or comeback oh, no player question. of the year. Question. No two? question,
0: most improved player of the year, comeback player of the year. You can't say six man because it really what happened was Teague was injured, so he was starting. That's what got him those reps. Like but Derek's been on his tear ever since last the playoffs last season. He, yeah, you know, um, ever since the playoffs last season when he scored those buckets and he, you know, what I'm saying he let out that yell like ah. He's been, oh, on, he's been on fire. I'm glad
1: to see my man pull back at it, you know, and fuck all you face Chicago niggas saying, D. Rose is back right now. I remember some of y'all.
0: I've been pulling for him. I just knew that he had to adjust his way. But really, right now, he's doing what he was doing, what he could do if nothing ever happened, if he would have never faced those injuries this is who he he would be at this age in his career. Of course. You know what I'm saying? Like, dropping 30. If he never had some
1: injuries, I believe he'd be better than what he's doing right now. Mm -hmm. But the fact that he's doing this and he's doing it on a consistent basis shows like, oh, we may not ever get MVP roles again, but there's a chance that we can get Superstar or at least star D Rose again.
0: I just want him to go to a team that's gonna be worth something again. Like that's why I said Houston would be a good situation for him, or the Spurs or something like that. A team that's
1: gonna value him and a team that's actually gonna put effort into winning. Put effort
0: into winning. He could just be out there trying to compete for a championship again. Like Minnesota ain't. Well, you know they 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 turned the corner once they got rid of Butler. But you know they you understand is in eleven, G. They still at the bottom. You know, and it is what it is. They uh fired their coach. Timber though out. Yeah, so Hoiberg might be back in there.
1: That's why the, crazy. Why do the Men- why do the Timberwolves want to be the Chicago Bulls so bad? Uh, y- y'all see how we looking right
0: now? <laughs> They want Hoiberg to um, run the organization and it might be a coach
1: again. We spent some time on the West. What about the East? Anything coming out the East for you? I could tell you right now, everybody thought the Celtics was going to run run shot through the East. I said, that's not going to happen.
0: And I think the Celtics need to... Um, what's going on with the Celtics is they got too much talent. You know, you can, you can have too much talent if you don't have no identity.
1: Yeah, now that is the issue. We got too many good players not, and those young guys, they want they want the ball, but they're not getting the touches. Everybody
0: needs, and a lot of those players need the touches to uh, be able to um flourish. And I think what they need to do is trade some players and bring a veteran in that's going to play those roles. Like you need those role, those those playoff role players. And maybe they could play a they could trade some of that talent and bring some of those role players, those those championship role players in there around the talent, and then folk and then have a have an idea of what you how y'all want to win. Is is this person going to be the leader this night or something? You need to have some type of option, you know what I'm saying? Like some type of a go to, you know, situation like who's domain the person?
1: There should be Kyrie or Hayward. It should be one of those two, but it doesn't seem like it's going to be that.
0: Tatum is a great player coming up, but he's not he hasn't he's not there yet, you know? Um you know, you got Rozier off the bench. You got Jalen. You know, I, that's a lot of that's a lot of action.
1: The Celtics are in just a, a beautiful disaster because, like you said, they have too much talent.
0: I think, um, you know, they they probably don't want to do that. They hate where should be that odd oh, man out. I, uh, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I could see him being so an odd man Lil now. Tatum
0: just took over that that small forward, that guard, that wingman.
1: I don't. Yeah, I wish I knew how much money they had on the books for Hayward, but I think his contract. They probably had to hold on to him for another season to make that. You know, for people to actually want to pick up Hayward. Right. We'll We'll see how they finish off at the end of the season. Uh, the Bucks though they they're, they're meeting in the East right now. Yeah, Giannis Bucks, up here he doing his
0: shit. I think the the Bucks is there, but the thing about the Bucks is that they have a real good team. They have a real good team. Um. Giannis,
1: their best player, isn't a shooter. Repeat that again on the their best player. He's not a shooter. He is not. Imagine the day he actually learns a jump shot. That's scary. If that happens. If that happens. He's working on it. I mean, LeBron was working on it. LeBron got a serviceable one.
0: It's serviceable, but he still misses free throws.
1: I mean, are you really... Mm-hmm. All you really do need is just something serviceable, something just keep them on their toes. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's not going to be a Steph Curry. He's not going to be he's a touchdown. He's, never, he's,
0: never sure.
1: he, he, he's not going to be no Damian Lillard. He's not going to do is, that. Never be but sure. it, he's definitely a scorer, and he could just learn how to get just a solid. He doesn't have to shoot threes. Threes definitely going to help, but if you just get him like that nice mid range 15 to 18 foot, just going on something.
0: That's what he's going to need, because if he's going to be a go-to player in the fourth quarter, you know, you're know, going to trust to give you the ball when it, when it's all said and done. You can't just ram through people in the playoffs. You know? You're know. you going to be able to have to shoot. You're going to be able to go to the free throw line and hit them free throws. And if your best player ain't going to be able to do that, you know, you might take the L. Now, so the Bucks on, you know, the East is kind of funny, you
1: know? I you said know? the East is going to be wide open.
0: You know it's kind of funny. I'm not a fan. I'm not a, a believer in Philly, and you know they get they got the they got the you know
1: Philly ain't got no shooters,
0: right. And then to make it worse is that they have no bench.
1: Mm,
0: right. They have no bench at all. Like once you take those starters out, once Jimmy Butler goes out, once Jimmy Butler goes into foul trouble trouble or this person get um gets into foul trouble or something like that, it's over with that so I really see Boston coming out of the um the East or maybe I really Toronto you know
1: um, Toronto see, Toronto's funny to me like I'm not surprised to see what Toronto is at because like over the past couple of seasons they always ended up in like the you know the, one of them top positions right you know good season for the playoffs but Kyle
0: Lowry and DeRozan these last few seasons but it's like you trade DeRozan for
1: you traded DeRozan for Kawhi Leonard and. Kawhi Leonard is slightly better than DeRozan. It's just Kawhi Leonard was on a better team. And I can't put too much faith in Toronto because they've always let me down. They've always given a bounce in the first and second round.
0: Yeah. But then LeBron's not there no more.
1: LeBron was Superman on the East. This would be the perfect opportunity to show them that, like, that was the only thing that was stopping him, but I have to see it. And
0: then here's the X factor though. Just like Leonard is a champion himself and he come over he's the he's um he's a player. But the X factor too is Danny Green. He's a champion too. I he Danny made his Green. he made his way over there to Toronto also. And his expertise and veteran, you know, skills and stuff is gonna play a part in the playoffs.
1: Now, you know who's been a surprise for me? I don't know what I thought they were going to do, but the motherfucking Nets. Oh, man, they did a, did a hottest team in the NBA right now. Like, coming into the season, I don't know what I thought they were going to do, but I definitely didn't think the Nets were going to be on my radar. But now, I'm like, whoa.
0: I mean, uh, Bulls like to always give with people, but then Weedy, you know, he's been playing great off the bench like a starter, um, but – my man's what's his name? Um, started, Russell. Yeah, Russell. Um, he's grown up. He's shown... what he was always a a player coming out of high school. He was all he's just. Who's, he has to get that who, maturity. Yeah, he's, he's he, who he's supposed to be. Like you know, like you said, he he's matured. Um, he found himself in a they good got a, situation. They got a big man in the mix. down there. What's his name? Allen. He blocks every everything that comes down there. Yes, um, blocked every every. Uh, he didn't block Giannis, he didn't block LeBron, he didn't block any big man that came in there and tried to, any person that came in there and tried to dunk on him.
1: So, what's your predictions coming out the East and the, uh, the West? Like, all the way through, who you think will be in the finals? Okay. Um, the East?
0: I would say um, Boston. Say the East, Boston probably come out on top. Mm-hmm. Um, my dark horse out the uh out there would just be um the Raptors. Are they gonna show this team? Are they gonna be that team that's that? What can we say LeBron's not here no more? So, I want to say I say Celtics, but I want to be surprised if if the Raptors is popped out as you
1: know what I'm saying. I'm gonna say Celtics coming out the East, but my dark horse is actually um. Gonna just go on a wild ass here and save the next Not that I think they're gonna get far, I think they're gonna just be exciting. And they can make it to the second round. They met my expectations.
0: Okay. You think they're gonna to to turn that corner this year? I, I mean, just think
1: they're gonna be excited. So,
0: about the corner this year.
1: You know, right? You know, like, they, they may not go around the block. But at least everybody can know, like, oh shit, they mom let them off the porch now. Oh yeah, Brooklyn is a team now. Right, you know. The
0: Brooklyn is a team. The Brooklyn Nets is a team again.
1: crazy hey, G. So it's, we're going to the West now. Yeah. So, favorite dark coach coming out the West.
0: Now the West is it it's really crazy. Um, of course he, you know, can we just move Golden State out the
1: way? I mean, Golden State that's a that's a given. And uh, that's an easy choice. Yeah, so, so I just
0: want to move them. Out. All right, we just move right. them out the way.
1: No Golden State. I mean, if Golden State for whatever reason just fall off the planet, and now yeah. they bottom the dwellers.
0: Now it gets complicated. All right, so I'm a believer in that. That having that star player and scoring. So yeah, I'm and the team that was there last year. I'm a Houston. Houston was right there. Um, I believe they, they got that. They have the. They know what they want to do. Like, in the beginning of the season, you know they had like a little. They was trying to combine Carmelo. I think Chris Paul was there too, and I think they know what they want to do. Even if Chris Paul, when he comes back, I know he could fit in there. He's one of them type guys who you know can fit in. But they know what they want to do. The the uh, the players on the side they know what they do. From um, what was my man's name? Uh, just everybody that's involved in that situation, Tucker. To um, they know what they want to do, and I feel like that's why Houston—they've been there, they're gonna be there. And a dark horse, as far as that goes, um, my dark horse would be Oklahoma City. A dark West, horse, or o- Oklahoma City. Westbrook, um, he's he, like I said before. He feel like he's you know he might be mature enough to. To do the things that he got to do as far as distributing the ball to Paul George, that's why I say it, Paul George is is playing really good basketball right now. So I'm, you know, and they got a little squad, they got a bench, they got a little team. So I want to see what they finna do.
1: See, it's funny because like I feel that same way, but in reverse. Like, remove Golden State out the equation. I got the Thunder coming out the uh, the West, because like. Like I said, if we remove Golden State out the equation, that'll be the perfect opportunity for Russell to show his maturity level into the league. From Paul George to show, like, no, he wants to be there, that he fits into this team, that all their machinations and their schemes on song, no, yeah, we started off rough, but this is how we're going to do it. This is what we're doing. This is how we make us work. And my dark horse would be the Houston Rockets due to their injuries. You know, yes, James Harden is going off like a man, man. Yes, I still get him as my MVP candidate, but when people start coming back on the team, how is that going to affect his rhythm? Right, and that's a big thing. And, you know, even though the Lakers are at number nine, we really can't count LeBron James out because he's still LeBron James, even though he's on the back end of his career.
0: Yeah, I just think the Lakers, I, I see them losing. I don't think they have enough on their team right now to um, get in the deeper rounds in the playoffs, even with LeBron being there. But I did forget to mention this is a sad situation. Really, my dark horse would have been the uh, Indiana Pacers coming out that East. They've s- silently put together a good team and a good season, but unfortunately, their best player went down with a season injury, mm. season ending injury to his knee.
1: Mm-hmm. So,
0: uh, yeah, that was tough right there. So, yeah. hope he gets back on that court. I'll get to see and get him back on that court again.
1: On to the fight of the century that nobody, uh, that everybody knew how it was gonna end. Pacquiao and Broner. I, I didn't see the fight. I knew Pacquiao was gonna win.
0: Pacquiao and Bronner, first of all, I felt like a lot of people wanted to see Bronner lose because they didn't like the way he acted. and then
1: I didn't want to see Bronner lose. I just knew Pacquiao was going to win. And
0: then there's a lot of people, too, that wanted Pacquiao to win. So I just, a lot of people didn't like the way Bronner be acting outside the ring and stuff like that. So they wanted Pacquiao to win. But really, me personally, I wasn't really a fan of both of the guys. I feel like Pacquiao is um old and I feel like Bronner's boat is old too. But I, I'm just like you, I felt like Pacquiao was gonna win. Um,
1: Bronner, I was more about
0: for the as far as like who I wanted to win, I kinda wanted Bronner to win for the culture.
1: I mean, yeah, it would have been <laughs> nice to see Bronner win for the culture, but Bronner when Bronner came into the boxing league you know, boxing World he was nice. He was really nice. But Bronner was the guy that wanted the fame more than he wanted the accolades. And I really don't think he's going to get another fight of this magnitude again unless he could prove that, nah, he deserves it. Because you, you say he's, oh, I don't think Bronner's that old. I think he's still in like his, his mid to early 30s. He's
0: something like that. Yeah. I think once he was. Once you get there, you just, there's other people, you know, other
1: people coming up. No, other fighters coming up, hungry uh, young, yeah. hungry young, uh, 19, 20, 21 year olds, I get you what you're saying. Right, you know,
0: so, that's how I felt about that fight, I felt like it was just, what that was going to, what, what, what did it do for Pacquiao, you know,
1: he won. It really didn't do nothing for Pacquiao. It didn't elevate his career. It didn't bring more attention to him. You know what I'm saying? That entire fight could have been an L for Pacquiao. <laughs> you
0: know.
1: And, man, the last thing Pacquiao needed was another L or something of that magnitude. But even if he took an
0: L, would it have been not? Would we really been that upset? You know, you um, already seen Pacquiao get knocked out the ring before. You, you right. So I'm like. At the end of the day, it was just another fight. And now Pacquiao is claiming that he want to fight Mayweather. I'm like, no, hell no. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to go through that again.
1: The America's biggest sporting event of the year is coming up. Fucking goddamn Super Bowl. February 3rd. Yes, sir. What's your predictions for the Super Bowl? You know, we got the New England Patriots, Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, they going at it again. Brady trying to get that sixth ring. We got the Los Angeles, the Los Angeles Rams back in it.
0: Now, my prediction before the playoffs even started Please don't say the Bears. No, no, I ain't going to get to the Bears. I did say this, though. I We're not going to talk about I the thought, Bears. I thought they was going to be in the position that the Rams are in. but We're not going to talk about out. the this Bears. This is what I said. This is what I said before the playoffs even began. Without, I said somehow, someway, the Patriots was going to end up in the Super Bowl again. Not the Kansas City Chiefs. I also said I didn't know how it was gonna happen. I didn't say the Patriots was gonna beat the Chiefs. The Chiefs could have lost. So I said the Chiefs wasn't gonna make it to the Super Bowl, and but I said the Patriots was gonna be in the Super Bowl. So it didn't
1: matter how it was gonna occur. You just said it, was it wasn't gonna, gonna be the Chiefs. You just knew it was gonna be the Patriots.
0: I just knew it was gonna be. I knew the, the Patriots was gonna sneak their way up in there. I also thought I knew that the Saints wasn't gonna make it to the Super Bowl. That's why I said I kind of I. Me being a Bears fan, I hoped that was going to be that team, but that didn't happen. But I, the Saints wasn't going to make it to the Super Bowl to me. And I wasn't one of those, I wasn't one of those people that thought the, uh, Chiefs was going to make it.
1: I mean, if the Bears wasn't going to make it, I kind of knew it was going to be the Rams.
0: Uh, I actually thought, I'll tell you the truth, I thought the, um, Dallas or one of the Seattle teams was gonna beat Dallas. Dallas or Seattle was gonna beat the Saints, but they ended up surviving that. But they didn't survive uh, the Rams.
1: I knew Dallas wasn't gonna win. I, I just had, a, I just
0: had some type of a fake that one of those, <laughs> one of those team, I, Maybe if the um Seahawks would have beat Dallas. Is the one you know? The Seahawks might have beat the um. But I just knew the Saints was gonna win. I mean, I you know, it's all
1: about matchups at that moment. It's all about you know who you playing against. Right. But I I don't know if I knew Dallas wasn't gonna win or if my hope for Dallas to not win was just that strong.
0: <laughs> I didn't even see Dallas even making the playoffs. I just knew that the Saints wasn't gonna win. I just knew, and I kind of was like, man, Dallas would be a perfect team to go in there and you know, say beat them, but then it
1: happened. But dude. It was yeah. close, though. They they put up they, they put up their there Can goal you goal. imagine if Dallas was in the playoffs right now? I mean, in the Super Bowl right now? Yeah, you know,
0: that's the, uh, that, you know how much, uh, what's the dude on TV? Steven oh, A. Yeah, all of them would have been going crazy. You oh, know, my God. I think I'll
1: actually get off the internet for, like, the whole week. Man, they talk they, about
0: Dallas when they lose. So think thinking about it, they talk about Dallas when they
1: win. And then if they would have won the Super Bowl, yo, like, I have a friend. She's a Dallas fan. And she know I don't fuck with Dallas, so if she would have actually like. She 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 wouldn't have let me live that down if they would have won the Super Bowl. Okay. Man. Hey tree, if you ever hear this episode of the podcast, one, why aren't you listening to this podcast Two, Fuck Dallas. So yeah,
0: so as far as like the prediction, of the Super Bowl specifically. Before the playoffs, I said the Patriots will lose to the uh, that team that beat the Saints or whoever made it out to the NFC whenever the Saints lost. So I would still rock with that. So Not you're... because I believe that's going to happen now. This is there. I'm just going to rock with that because I hope that happens.
1: No, that was your prediction early. You just said, fuck, I'm, you know, I'm yeah. going to hold on to it. All right. Uh... I want to see it happen, but I don't want to see it happen. The reason why I want to see it happen is because, like, you know, I'm kind of like a Tom Brady fan. Can't lie to people. Hey, that
0: was magical what he had there. You, you kind of knew what was going to happen, too. He was like, damn, they they gave more time. They gave the ball with more time
1: on the clock. Hey, you, Tom Brady is just one of them guys. You can't give the ball. What? The Patriots have last possession, and there's a minute 30 left on the clock. Y'all niggas fucked. So like you, mm. I, like I. So like I want to see it happen for that reason, but I don't want to see it happen just because I want to see something different. Yeah. You know.
0: But is that something different to Rams though?
1: Jared Off? Mm, it's not the Patriots. Hey, listen, listen. Let, I'm gonna be completely honest with you. Once Cody Parkey fucked that shit up, I checked out. Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah. I think I'm still I'm still Get the gut feeling like
1: uh, Like huh I said we're not gonna talk about the business huh? <laughs> I'm gonna hold on to that huh? We're not gonna talk about them huh? We're not gonna talk about them G Like
0: that face Trubisky made I still
1: got that face now Like huh Nah fuck that Naggy face What, what? Coach Naggy face His face is the one I had. What He dropped He Huh Man Will G Your
0: jaw just drop And never come back up
1: Like huh What and You know what really pissed their ass off about that nigga? You know he went on Good Morning America. Oh, and, and talked Daddy
0: about didn't that. didn't like that. Matter of fact, they hired a.
1: Was, they they just didn't they they hired kicker today. Uh, they hired what well, today or Saturday? I think they hired one on Sunday. I'm mean, not Sunday. On Friday. Oh but They shit. brought in. They
0: brought in some people. So then
1: now I they forgot actually to yell hired out, someone today. I forgot to yell out the date. Today is uh Saturday, January twenty six, two thousand and nineteen. I am saying it at the end. I usually say it at the beginning. But like, yeah, they hired somebody. Mm-hmm. And uh, you I think Parker. Park, what
0: is what is name? Parky. Parky, he's gone. He's out. He's Fuck gone. that
1: nigga. I think whatever they money look, they owe them they just said, we're going to take they, that they loss on the books. They should
0: have did from the very beginning, Dad, daggone
1: it. we well, even fucked up them four field goals. They, they should have just game. brought
0: somebody in. I know they had somebody on the contract. I was, man, look, have been talking, sitting on the end of the bench. Like, I would
1: have looked at the punter like, you think we can't do just regular field goals? If not, we gonna you got a
0: cousin or somebody that could just come
1: in right quick. Again? Right, G, like.
0: I would have paid somebody
1: $50, come on. You
0: know what I'm saying? Like they could have. I know they had signed the contract. but Once he had already made those mistakes prior to that, you had a, it was your duty to bring somebody else in and put him on the. End and of the bad
1: bench. part about it is, I fully believe, like if he wasn't on our team, it would have been our time. But for the fact that he was on our team, and he was fucking up all year long. If he didn't miss that field goal, it would have been another one.
0: But yeah, but check this out too. You know what I'm saying? We just gotta, it is what it is. Teams that turn the corner, the Bears turned the corner this year as a franchise. Um, They're an exciting team to watch. They're good football again. You know, this is a, 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 a team that we never seen before as far as offense or whatever. We have exciting defense. They turned the corner this year. And um, usually when teams turn the corner, you don't always win that first year. But just like the Rams, um, last year, they were the Bears of this year. Exactly. This year, they they come to the Super Bowl. So hopefully, optimistically, you know the Bears take it a step further next year.
1: I mean, if you really look at it, the games that we did lose were all games that we should have won, and it was all games that we should have won that came down to some field goals.
0: Right. And then on top of that, can I ask you this question? When they uh, scored that touchdown, and you know they took that lead did you see the bears even having a chance to even kick a field goal at the end of the day
1: man look when trubisky did that little play and they got up the field i was like yo so
0: and then even for before that the um the kickoff return for Cohen, they got him in position you know, to that's, a good make fo- that play. that's a good football team right there. You know what I'm saying? And I was already like, damn, they got to go all the way down there to even get the fifth, you know what I'm saying? To even get down there. And they got down there. Not only did they get down there, they got another ball in there They even get even
1: closer. Right, they got some excellent field position. You know I mean, it, it. It's fucked up the way shit went, but that's the way the cookie crumbles. That's sometimes. why, you
0: know, teams lose that way and stuff like that. And sometimes you got to go through that heartbreak to – to, to to know what it's like to to be there and to be like, all right, we didn't went through that heartbreak. We don't want to feel that ever again.
1: And and let's just be honest for a second. If the worst of our troubles was a kicker, I'm glad it was a kicker. Mind you, we have some injuries this season. Not mm-hmm. too many. That's goals.
0: another thing too, we didn't really bring up. Trey Burton didn't play that game, our tight end.
1: Right. Um, you know, we took some, we, we had some deans going in. Eddie we...
0: Jackson was a Pro Bowl and um, safety. He didn't play. Just think about that, that, That the last touchdown drives from the other team, you know what I'm saying? Like, Eddie Jackson would have been in there, you know what I'm saying? He's a Pro Bowl safety. Um, you know, just, just little, and we was, we was, Luckily enough to go through the season with no injuries, not a lot, and then we just at the end we caught a couple of keepers. The ones that
1: we had caught up with us. You know what I'm saying?
0: So hopefully next season we gonna have a we have a real tough schedule next season.
1: I mean, hey, I'm looking forward to it. Another Bears. it. one thing to. I know
0: about football, just because the team was good the season before, that you know what I'm saying you don't gotta expect that. But we are we have that foundation. So just because we looking at some teams that were decent last year. We can't expect that they're going to be that same team this year. But, hey, I am I like we got a quarterback that brought us back there. You know what I'm saying? Put us in positions. We got a
1: franchise quarterback. Right. I think we got a coach the that loves the, uh, the t- organization. We got our defensive identity back. And a defensive MVP. So. Defensive MVP. You know what no, I'm saying? So. It's looking up for the Bears. We just got to maintain everything going forward. Mm-hmm. so. So, L, man, is there anything you want to say before we get up out of here?
0: Man, just be safe, people. Be safe out here. It's that the world's changing. let get real serious. Pay attention to what you be doing. You know what I'm saying? It's the spiritual world we live in. Pay attention to the spirits and stuff. And I want to thank uh, Hugo for letting me have this opportunity to come on this
1: show. Man, you're the official sports guy for the show. Like, this is funny. Because usually, this is the part where I tell people to shout out they shit, you know, plug their social medias, but you're not a social media guy. Hell yeah, no,
0: I'm just all about that real shit.
1: So, the only time y'all gonna know about what's going on from this nigga is doing sports shit. And y'all know who I be. It's your boy, the Fat Dying Icon. My social medias, I remember them shits now it took me four episodes wait I'm on episode four right yeah I'm on episode four it took me four episodes to remember them shits Instagram and Twitter Hey Master Hugo Snapchat I still don't know but I don't care cause I don't use that shit find my ass on Facebook too at Hugo's and, Hugo and Friends Pod you know that's the letter N I believe there's an S and it's just Pod it's your boy I'm out Rest in peace, Carlos. Shake up with my cousin for me.